are listening to Abilene Community Theater's Third Stage. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you are. I'm Jed. And I am Sam. Together we are Jed and Sam, the hosts of ACT's Third Stage podcast, which is, by strange coincidence, what you're listening to right now. So that works out very well. It is a pretty strange coincidence, but we're <laughs> glad you're here. Today we're going to be talking with some of the cast from the upcoming one uh, Night of One Acts at ACT. It uh, opens up Thursday. Where is this coming Thursday, anyway? The 24th, 25th, and 26th of August Thank at 7.30 p.m. And I, I should add one correction that we actually have three of the directors here. Bob, thanks for correcting me. <laughs> Obviously, I have not prepared. That's okay. No. That's totally okay. <laughs> We do have some of the cast here, too, though, so that's all right. Uh, <laughs> Night of One Act is going to feature four one-act plays, one of which was written by an Abilene local who is also directing the show. We will talk about those shows. We have, as I said, three of the directors of the four shows here, so we'll start this way. Who have we got with us? Hi, I'm Tim, and I am the writer and director of the show Experiments in Speed Dating. And I'm Amber Hale. I will be directing Hidden in this picture, written by Aaron Sorkin. Brandy Brightwater, and I will be directing Where Have All the Lightning Bugs Gone? And the fourth show is called My Name is Leslie. It's directed by ACT veteran Tony Redman, and um, he couldn't be with us tonight, but... So yeah, but yeah, four shows, and uh, I think it's going to be the standard length, right? And it's going to be like the usual... Yeah, it'll, it'll run hour, probably about a couple like of hours. Hour. So four short shows cover a lot of ground in a short amount of time but this is I think this is the second year we've done this right we did it in 2015 yeah. and then we're gonna we're trying to uh, make this an annual thing to showcase new directors and new talent and maybe some some kinds of shows that we nor- aren't normally in the, able to put together on the main stage during the season that's what was great about the 2015 one is uh, it was such a cool variety of shows it wasn't mm-hmm. just like one simple thing they had uh, the the lighthearted comedy one. We had kind of like a mystery one. Uh, we ended on a really intense note that was right. phenomenally done. But uh, this year looks like it's going to be just as great. So yeah, and Tim it was actually involved in that one. You yeah, were in. I, I was in uh, Chase Webster's show that actually he wrote and he directed, oh, nice. which is my inspiration for doing what I did this time. Nice. So let's uh, start off since. We'll go down the line. Uh, Tim, why don't you tell us some about your show and how it came about and et cetera, <laughs> oh. et cetera, et cetera. Oh, okay, well. Uh, a King and I reference, just I, in case. Anyway. I, started, I started out um, writing screenplays back home in Buffalo, New York, before I moved to Abilene. And one of the screenplays that I wrote was a 25-minute short movie. And that was about uh, three guys, three women, and go a to a bar. Place. Sorry. Not really. Sorry. Sorry. Three guys and three women go to a bar, and uh, they are trying a speed dating event for the first time, and it turns out that some of them may or may not know each other from their past. Oh, nice. And so um, this one, as a stage play, it was inspired by that script that I wrote. Uh, It was about... Five or six years ago, I wrote that. Nice. Um, and they sent a Facebook message out to everybody and uh, said, we're going to do this, and you have one week to submit your your play proposals. And I went, 
well, I've been trying to do this for a while. I, 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 <laughs> here's my time. here is my inspiration. Here let's get let's, let's get go. this script over with this and done moment. in a week. Yeah. Have you made any like significant changes since when you first conceived it? Uh, significant changes, uh, yes, really? all kinds. Um, and actually, I've made changes uh, after casting and after giving it to people. I've made changes to it. Uh, listened to some of the cast members deliver the lines on stage uh, in rehearsals and gone, well, that ain't right. Um, we're going to try it this way instead. We're going to be changing it opening night on stage in the middle of the show. <laughs> I, I've, I've told my cast that not necessarily accuracy, but um, getting the tone of the show is more important than getting the words mm-hmm. absolutely correct when you go on stage. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of taken some of the pressure off of them. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not beholden to, uh, as a director, I'm not beholden to uh, having the actors say the words to maintain the, mm-hmm. you know, the show's, whatever that word is. Nurtured. Consistency. That's not right. That was a joke just for me and Amber. But anyway, that was... Anyway, go ahead. I think you're looking for integrity? Yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. That one. I, I, I don't care about the integrity of my show. No, I'm just kidding. It's garbage I, anyway. I do, do what you I, want. I, I, really do, out for I, I really do care about the integrity of my show. You're, one, you're, so. not beholden to, you're, not, you're not necessarily beholden to everyone must say, these are the words that I've written, so say exactly that. It's, yes. It's, yes, I did not walk into the first rehearsal and, and tell everyone that you know it's my way or the highway I, I walked into the rehearsal and I said it's your way or the highway I mean you have have at it with you know whatever you want You're to bring the Burger to the, King yeah, of this, uh... you, you you bring to the show as an actor yourself and also the character that I've written and if what I've written doesn't jive with the character that you've created in, in your head reading the show and in, in your head on stage, by all means, go and create your own line that you're going to deliver. Just you might see something in that character that you may not have previously seen I, just because that actor brought it to it. Right. Like, Whoa! I wasn't sure. There are mm-hmm. several characters uh, that have changed through casting. Mm-hmm bringing somebody in and actually putting a physical body in that person's persona has changed the characters as they are on stage as they are in the script nice uh one of my characters was sort of just a throwaway character and what ended up happening is the actress walked in said you know what i think i want to use a southern accent and all of a sudden, this character has new life and new words, and yeah, because uh, you lovely. you did adjust a couple of lines of hers to fit with the Southern Belle persona, and, and I and yeah. yeah, you know, I I added some Southern style insults. Oh. Right, <laughs> uh, that was yeah. that was interesting. I relied yeah. on her to. Uh, she actually went and did the research, and you know, she sent me a, a message at work as we actually worked together in mm. the same office. And oh, um, you know, she she came she came up to me and she said, you know, I want to do the southern accent. And I said, okay, I don't think the words that I wrote are going to work for this. Uh, it's a little too crass for somebody that grew up in the deep south. Someone and, so genteel. Yes, and uh, <laughs> so she went online and did some research, and she she told me she actually ran into a, a waitress at a restaurant who was from Alabama. 
And she actually asked the waitress from Alabama, how do you say this word? Or how do you say that word? Or if I'm trying to insult somebody, you know, and do it in a polite sounding way, how do I do it? And, you know, she got, you know, some tips from somebody that actually lives that life. And she came to me and she said, I want to do it this way. I want this. I want, I said, I will make that happen, and I did. Nice. And so that's fantastic. That you know, that's one of the the great things about you know having the writer as the director and vice versa. Yeah. You know, you it, have to have a little more leeway with it. There's there's freedom. Yeah. So. Adventures in speed dating. Is that what's the name of it? Experiments. Experiments in speed dating. Experiments cool. in speed dating. I'm quite jealous of your ability to, to change things like that. Because <laughs> we've come up, we've come up against that. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's a real problem for um, some directors when they're trying to do somebody else's work and and if that if that script is and I'm sure you guys are running into this you know if that script is you have to say it this way you have to deliver it this mm-hmm. way you have to you know, have them enter from stage left or you have to enter from stage right or you have to enter from the ceiling. You know, it's... <laughs> Mission Impossible style. Yeah. Right. <laughs> In fact, that's exactly what I was going for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's... There's there's definitely handcuffs when you're trying to direct live theater from somebody else's script. So yeah. <laughs> I feel Simon. <coughs> sorry, I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> what? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't... I'm sorry, I had something in my That's throat. That's some deep-seated uh, resentment there. Yeah, well. A certain Neil. Yeah, I'm having, <laughs> I'm having to have these 18-year-old kids in a modern setting say, gee whiz. Like... Mm. I say that ironically, right? But that's different. I yeah, really. That's that's kind of the hardest line is is getting them to say it without being ironic. Gee whiz! Gee whiz! And what show are you directing? I'm doing uh, Where Have All the Lightning Bugs Gone? This is World, okay. And um, it's it's one of those plays that the way that it's written, you could look into it and you can see beautiful, beautiful things. Or you can read it and you're like, this is just talking heads, no one wants to see this. And Actually, the talking heads are something to see. Yeah. Right, Yeah, right. I got, I got <laughs> Sherry their Stop Making Sense DVD for Mother's Day one year, and oh, that's, it's, <laughs> that makes sense. it's great stuff, yeah. <laughs> well, these particular actors have really brought depth to the characters that I, even I couldn't quite foresee, so I'm, I'm really quite happy with it. Um, there's actually someone that's quite big in local theater that that I don't think he intended for it to get back to me, but he said, I don't see why anyone would do this play. Oh, but, oh. <laughs> oh my. It's but, a small town. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but after after reading it, I totally understand it because they don't they don't put any blocking. They don't say, because there are 11, actually 12, because we just added another accent changes in, within this 30 minutes. Wow. And it doesn't indicate, oh, hey, you're a new person now. It just says the lines differently. Oh, wow. So you have to, you have to infer these things. And, and my actors have done a great job doing that. Yeah, I that's had, a challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I had Hope Hargrove, who is the adjunct professor over at uh, HSU, mm-hmm. come in and, and teach them uh, the German accent, the French accent, and they're, they really ran with it. So it was, it's a good thing. Oui, oui. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amber? 
Yeah, Amber is next. Tell us about your show, Amber. Well, um, it's interesting you brought up being able to make changes to the script and all that kind of stuff. I, yeah. <laughs> this is Aaron Sorkin, and Aaron Sorkin, I've done research on him. As a writer, he is so, I mean, he just is painstaking with his work, and he'll you know, take forever to decide on how he wants to say something, and he'll you know, labor over one word. So uh, we're really trying to keep it, you know, very, pretty much verbatim, which I think is either verbatim or you can't have pretty much verbatim. Right, you know? yeah. yeah. Or almost and, and, verbatim. And just for some background, um, Alan Sorkin did did what else that we would know him in? Uh, oh, well, gosh. Uh, West yeah. Wing. And, uh, Social uh, Network. Social Network. Few Good Men. Uh, the the Newsroom. Yes, HBO. that's what I was going to say and, more recently. The and the room. one... From the late '90s, that only went two seasons, and not enough people watched, but it was phenomenal. Sports studio. night. Oh, yeah. Wait, didn't he do Studio Sixty? He did also do Studio okay, Sixty. Okay, yeah, yes, uh, <laughs> your uncle is all all over Studio yes, Sixty. Yes, he is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Pretty much everybody in my family loves Aaron Sorkin, so of course I grew up. I'm kinda... a I'm a Felicity Huffman fan because yes. of, of of Sports Night. Yes. Shows. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But uh, I came across this play uh, when I was in college. Actually, I was a theater major at McMurray, and uh, I was taking a directing course and we had to do a one act and so I uh, it was like right up against the deadline I still hadn't found a play that I really wanted to do and then someone just like threw a book at me and said hey look at this one on this page and it's like oh my god this is Aaron Sorkin <laughs> so I was like yes I will do this, this I don't care like what it's about it's like, it was a they threw the book at me for a completely different reason it yeah. was like we were in an argument it was like will you shut up and just toss this book at me and as fate would have it it was like well, the, the top <laughs> 10 plays of 1992 what? Choir of Angels, yeah. saying as the page Light opened. Light shone down upon the book. And... That is kind of what happened, but mostly in my head. But <laughs> as, it, as it flew through the air, the pages magically opened, and it hit me right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and I was struck. Transported. By the book and by divine inspiration. Uh, I think uh, my favorite thing about the play is that it's a play about a movie. Or these guys making a movie. And I've always been interested in film and everything, so I was like, okay, this is a play about making movies is perfect for me and it's Aaron Sorkin so it's a win-win-win situation and uh, it was a lot of fun to direct the first time and when I heard about the opportunity to direct here I was like I already know exactly what I'm gonna do you know so it's had a fortunately had a script on me too because otherwise we would have yeah. We didn't get our scripts until several weeks after we'd already started rehearsing. So, uh, so we, fortunately, I have one to work yeah, off yeah, already. Yeah, we had scripts yeah, to work off I mean, of it's, right off the bat. So exactly. We but Aaron Sorkin's all about dialogue, and so there's so much dialogue in, like, 40 minutes. And, uh, and it's very rapid fire, back and yes. forth. And like you said, he's very particular about his dialogue. There's yes. a line in there uh, which we think is Sorkin referencing himself, where one character accuses the other character of, of when you're writing a play, you agonize for days over where to put a comma, and mm-hmm. we have to put you in the ER until opening night, and, and we're like, this is so <laughs> self-referential. Yeah. Right here, this is, yeah. And something I feel like I should mention, Jed is actually in my show. I am. He plays Jeff, and uh, he's the writer of the screenplay that they're making the movie yeah. of, about. And uh, I think, honestly, Jeff's one of my favorite characters. I was, if I had to pick one of the characters to play from the show, it totally would have been Jeff. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. just kind of snarky and sarcastic and a little sassy at times, even. Yeah. So it's really, Most really... Most of it is... A real dig deep there. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a, <laughs> myself and uh, Aaron Scudder, who I worked with in uh, Inspecting Carol last Christmas, plays the director of this film that we're doing. And uh, it's mostly us sitting atop a hill 
watching as our final artistic shot of this film is slowly ruined and mm-hmm. <laughs> trying desperately to come up with ways to cope with this. Yes. Well, they go through all these phases of, you know, how are they going to, um, you know, can they feasibly remove the issue without people noticing in, in the audience later on when the movie is actually being shown? Or then they move into, once they realize they can't do anything about that, they start moving into the symbolism of the things that... About the disaster. <laughs> yeah. How can we spin this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, that's exactly. The resolution is honestly very... It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, so it's, it's been just, a whole lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you took the part, too, because I would have been up the creek otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jed's also involved in my show as well. He's, I am. He's been... Uh, helping me out as the assistant director, so so I've been able to watch both of these shows come to yeah, yeah. and that's been another thing too. We talked about getting scripts late that also did not affect uh, experiments <laughs> right, exactly. speed dating since we had your script right there. Yeah, so that I, was I feel like, it on the fly real quick. Yeah, there were a couple like, times I was sitting. Sorry, there there were a couple times I was sitting in the audience yeah. as they were rehearsing with my computer going, well, that didn't sound right, so <laughs> tap, 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 We tap, had tap, a couple tap. of times, too. I remember uh, leading up to the submission where we were at your apartment <laughs> kind of revamping the script and looking yep. at certain parts. Like, I remember, um, I won't go into too much detail, but a certain point of conflict between two characters that, was, that we set up for a couple of hours, yep. fleshing out <laughs> and making more... Uh, the original version was horrible. We can say that. <laughs> so we sat down and we brought some life to it. It, it and, was uh, it was written in a week. Yeah, the script was written in a week. I, 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 I when I converted it from a movie script to uh, its on stage counterpart, I, names and themes were the only thing that survived. Everything is new. Uh, characters were combined to reduce the number in the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie the movie script uh, had, I think, something like 12 people in it. Wow. Um, so uh, to make it more uh, possible for the ACT stage to handle during a one act, which... Yeah, a time frame you've got. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had to cut some, some characters out of the show, and... It made it stronger. It made the show. It made the message. It made everything stronger to, and then you, to remove there were those couple, people. Didn't you say that uh, Marilyn Kemp's character, Carly, wasn't she like an amalgam of two other characters? Yeah, originally, she's or? an amalgam of, of two characters. And um, so it, the the movie the movie script was three men and three women, and the stage script is two men and two women. Hmm. Are the two main? They're the main characters, and then there's side characters that interact with them throughout the course of the speed dating event, and and everything that happens after that. But you know, the the movie script was five years old, and you know, I started reading it to go, well, what can I save? And I I think I got through maybe three pages of it, and I went, yeah, I can't save any of this. This is <laughs> this is this is stuff from when I was just getting started, and and yeah, you know, I, the the writing aspect of it. I've found everything that I've written. Uh, by the time I'm f- to the point where I'm I'm writing the conclusion of that story, I go back to the beginning of the story and I go, "What was I thinking?" Yeah, there's, it's like there's throwing, no. It's like going through old sketchbooks. I've recently moved to a new apartment and I mm-hmm. found like a ton of old sketchbooks oh, going God. through them from like four, like you said, five, six years ago. And you're like, "Oh my God!" Yeah. <laughs> what the? 
I wouldn't have done. Why did I? Why did I pencil this here? I I thought. Yeah. (laughs) No, I've had a number of times I've gone through old sketchbooks and thought, oh god, I'm never drawing it. It's like revisiting (laughs) your old. It's like finding your old MySpace page and going. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's like reading old blog entries. Why did I even start that Zynga? (laughs) (laughs) The things I thought were important when I was 22. So, okay, we've talked a little about the uh, plot of Experiment in Speed Dating and Hidden in This Picture. Brandy, what is what is the idea behind your show? The idea is it's it's two people in the park. Um, With George. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you so much for making that reference. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's my show, Sunday in the Park with George. Anyway, on to what the actual... Uh, Amber and I will sit over here and talk about Sondheim. You yes. guys can uh, talk about it. Well, uh... He happens to be walking by, and she catches his eye, and he tries to approach her and is basically shut down immediately. He can't get a word in because she's like, no, I've already heard the lines, don't bother. And just because his personality is so quirky and he keeps bringing in like uh, pop culture references and whatnot, um, she just can't help but play along, and they become friends this way. Um, they're also testing the boundaries of relationships. You know, is it okay to touch? Is it okay to give kisses? And really where they're comfortable. And you see that almost painstakingly in their faces on, 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 on the stage. It's almost hard to watch when, when he does, like, for example, he, he, he kisses her at one point and she's like, no, you can't do that. And... And his reaction to being told no is is soul crushing. So that ache is hard to convey. Absolutely. You know, without words, that just that and like ripping, tearing. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And and Jess Westman is is the is the male in this, and he's done fantastically at showing that it's that it hurts to be rejected. He's he's really really good at this. Um, there's some things that. He has to mimic and act out that, without me having to give him direction, he has come up with on his own and made me laugh from the back of the theater because I wasn't expecting him to do it. It's really good. Um, another thing with, with Westman that caused kind of like the opposite problem uh, with, with experiments is we had to wait on our scripts, and by the time we had to wait on, on our scripts, we had a week where we couldn't uh, do any kind of rehearsal because Jess had written Spencer, which is a, a musical that he wrote, directed, acted in, etc. So we had three weeks where we didn't have anything. So, um, you know, there was a, a little bit of nail biting at that point, but mm-hmm. we did we did just fine on the time that we I was biting my nails for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, there were, there were a couple of moments where I was sitting, like we would be talking in a, in a group chat, yeah. you know, with our directors here and I'd be sitting at home going, why is Brandy not rehearsed yet? This yeah. is like, we've been doing this for three or four weeks now. <laughs> why is she not in the theater? Why is she not? And then, you know, I, I sat back and I looked at the cast and I went, oh, oh okay. <laughs> That's exactly That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. and, and, you know, I was really lucky that it's only two people. I've got Jess and I've got a, a lady named Madison. And 
and Madison has been wonderful at at memorizing her lines, learning the blocking. I haven't had any fears about putting these two actors on stage in such an adaptable piece because they they really did bring it. Um, the reason that I, I cast her in particular is during auditions, uh, we we had a warm up that that Tim led. We played Zip Zap Zop, oh, yeah. and. She stepped up and and instructed everyone on how to play the game, and I'm like, okay, all right, she's adaptable. I can use this. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. I do want to, even though Tony is uh, cannot be here, I do want to talk a little bit about the fourth show for the sake of the listeners. It's a. Uh, the fourth show is a. It's a short little piece called "My Name Is Leslie." It's a farcical comedy set in a diner, about three diners trying to force their waitress Leslie to take their order who is in turn doing everything she possibly can to avoid taking their order and there's a um, there's a strong and important message at the end of the show <laughs> very that all farces have right <laughs> well, which is what farces are known farce. for yeah strong <laughs> exactly. messages that change people you know, right <laughs> exactly. why else would we make them yeah well, that's what they're for <laughs> But yeah, and, and, and it's a quick little, it's like 15 minutes long maybe. It's the very, very easily the shortest play by far of all four and the deepest, these shows. The deepest 15 oh, minutes. by <laughs> far the most important. Oh. Do not miss this show. But um, this runs August 24th, 25th, 26th. That's next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at the point of this recording. Uh, if you're listening to this a week after that, then it doesn't matter. You've missed it. Or maybe you didn't. Maybe you showed up and now you're listening to it later. That oh, that Bravo is true. You. That is also Bravo. a possibility. Yes, thank you for your dedication. Yeah, so let's talk that. about how the shows went, guys, just for those people. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, it was so horrible. Easy. There was this big what? explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's show was a disaster. Yes. It meant as nothing. all farces. <laughs> yeah, yeah as, as nothing. So yeah, we come full circle with the farces. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> We're so sorry for our previous comments. We're what you get for not being here, Tony? <laughs> Having a job. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Adulting. Stuff. Yeah, but it's ten dollars for four plays. You can call six seven three six two seven one between the hours of one and five p.m. for tickets, or you can order them online at abilenecommunitytheater.org. There are links all over the page. On the uh, you can get information about the shows, and like I said, there are links for you to buy tickets. So please do that, and then come see the shows. Ten bucks for four plays. Or you can just buy the tickets. Don't come see the shows. We can use that money for. Yeah. I mean, we'll accept things. that. Yeah. <laughs> we would prefer if you came though, just because we would like to have an audience. Yeah, we call those donations. <laughs> right. Yes, we that's always true. welcome. By the <laughs> way, <laughs> yes, we, we are, are not, not discouraging those at all. But <laughs> not opposed to it. It is. It is nice to see people come to the shows and Definitely. hear their feedback afterwards. Oh yeah. Definitely. Positive and, and negative oh, yeah, feedback. I mean, it's all the same to us. And everybody feeds off of it off stage too. So yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. So I think that pretty much does it for this round. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Um, well, thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, thanks. Thank, thank you for coming in and talking to us. We're gonna lock this one down, and uh, now we enter Tech Week. So that'll oh God, be. Don't mind me. <laughs> that'll be fun. <laughs> Technically fun. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Good night, everybody. Or good morning. Or whatever. I mean, you could be listening to this anytime. It's a wonderful of the modern age.
the miracle yeah, this of is modern radio. Out, isn't it? No, no, this is just I'm gonna talk, no, I'm gonna talk, and then I'm gonna slowly fade out and have some soft music come up, like the end of an episode of Cheers or something. <laughs> and it's gonna, yeah, and it's just gonna <laughs> go. Wait, that's gonna make it. That's gonna make it right. So. Well, I, I won't actually use the theme song for for a show about a bar in Boston, but I will use something that is reminiscent of you know that feel. All right, good night, everybody.